Hello and welcome to Off the Arrow Shelf Podcasts. I'm Rob, the author of OffTheArrowShelf.com and host for these podcasts. If you're a new listener, then hi, thanks for dropping by, and I'm glad that you managed to find us. If you're returning, then many thanks for returning for another episode. Off the Arrow Shelf is aimed at promoting the hobby of field archery in the UK. Good morning, everyone. So, it's... Sorry, I'm yawning already. Not a good start. It's Saturday morning. I'm having a bit of a lazy Saturday morning. Uh, Normally, I'd be up and about and in the garden or going out for a walk or something along those lines. But we got back from holiday, had a few days off and went down Forest of Dean. Had a fantastic time down there for a few days. Uh, took a motorhome down there, or um, RV, if anybody's from America, that will recognise one of those. Um, really good time, and got to see something which I'd wanted to see for a number of years, which were wild boar. We were really, really lucky. We saw a, a couple of sows, and uh, I was going to say about a dozen or so piglets, but they're not. They're, they're, they're hoglets, I think they are. Anyway, so a bit of a lazy morning and a good opportunity to try and do this recording. And I say try and do this recording because this is actually the third time I've tried to put this podcast together. The first couple of times was in the motorhome and failed dismally because I took the wrong set of headphones and mic and uh, it's not as good as this one. So I ended up sounding as though I'd been uh, breathing helium, a very squeaky voice, and no matter what I did, it didn't improve. I don't normally have a very squeaky voice before anybody makes any sarcastic comments. Um, first things first, though, I want to say a big thank you to Archer Geek Outdoors for his mention on his podcast. This was particularly kind of him, since Richard was one of the guys who's kind of inspired me to do this and to put together this uh podcast for this hobby so uh, thanks very much mate and much appreciated um if you get a chance have a look at him archery geek, geek outdoors uh, he's on spotify he's on various other podcasting platforms he's also on instagram in fact if you're on instagram check out my instagram off the arrow shelf because there'll be some pictures of the uh wild ball that we actually saw i couldn't believe how close we got i think we got about within six feet of it they just weren't afraid of anything. Anyway, uh, on to this podcast, which I think, if my maths are not wrong, is my sixth podcast. So in this one, I'm actually going to talk about what I've termed the Archer's Triangle. Now, this was a concept of mine which I put together when I started coaching and is actually is in my um, application and my write-up for my assessment for NFAS coaching or National Field Archery Society coaching and what it revolves around is I I wanted to try and diagrammatically um, explain archery to people I came up with the concept of the Archer's Triangle this being um, a triangle with, obviously a triangle, because that's why it's called the Archer's Triangle, a triangle with each side representing an element. So you've got one side is the archer, one side is the arrow, and the third and final side is the bow. And there's not 
a priority associated with any of these one isn't more powerful or more important than another they are of equal importance um, it's about the fact that it's kind of explaining uh, diagrammatically or some people like to com compartmentalize and sort of break things down so they want to be able to identify okay how do I work with the arrows how do I work with a, a bow how do I improve the thing being is by explaining it as a triangle they say the three sides of it and they see how they all interact and that's the important thing is the fact that ideally you're looking at a, an equilateral triangle so that all sides have equal importance now that immediately triggered some arguments with some people they said oh but but i've spent lots of money on bows surely that's more important and that's going to it's the concept of the fact that there's these three sides that have to work together uh, for archery to actually work and it doesn't matter whether you're a target archer or a field archer or whether you're a hunter if you don't get these three core elements working together you know if you you can spend a, a fortune on bows we know you know there's people i know that have spent a couple of thousand pounds on bows um on, on oh, sorry on a bow um but they don't go and then to have some coaching to support their actual skills and they keep buying the equipment and they're thinking that's going to make the difference i'm sure we've we've seen this uh, at our old archery clubs you know the, they get tagged as being the guys with all the gear but no idea so today uh, what i'm going to talk about in this podcast is the concept behind the archer's triangle and then what i'll probably do in future podcasts is actually explore what the archer's triangle actually is and, and the three parts well, one by one so um to give you a bit of an overview here goes um if anybody's got any questions about this if anybody's heard something similar has got a similar idea please let me know off the arrow shelf at yahoo.co.uk um you can find me on instagram and on twitter or you can just check out the website um, off the arrowshelf.com you will see this cited on the uh, website because i've used this um, in support of some articles i've been writing i think i've done 10 now on uh, target panic and how people can combat target panic and overcome the issues associated with target panic and i've actually found using this archer's triangle a really good way of breaking things down and, and helping people who are struggling so let's uh, get on and explain a little bit more about what i mean about the three sides so first off and as i said there's no particular order to this um there's there's the archer the the engine behind the bow and this is really important because this side covers all the aspects and all the problems that people might encounter so it's the aspect of the physical uh, aspects of sorry, physical characteristics i should say of the archer you have how strong they are how you know physical build-up are they tired are they dehydrated are they lacking sleep because all those factors will impact you especially if you're practicing or if you're at a competition you know i, I did a, a national competition one year and i actually had um mild food poisoning on the first day so shot absolutely atrociously um which was not great i actually nearly came off that course i was feeling so bad 
Um, and also I mentioned dehydration. Going back to um, Ashri Geek Outdoors, he's just done an article on the importance of hydration. So it might be worth popping over there and having a look and listen to his podcast. I think it's podcast number 10. He talks about the the wonders of H2O. So um, there's also the, the mental aspects when it's associated with the, the archer as well, as to whether they are suffering from uh, target panic or, or I tend to call it shot anxiety. Um, because it's the kind of mental elements of whether they're feeling confident, whether they're happy, they're nervous. They could be intimidated. They might be at their first competition. So that's a, a very quick overview of what the archer is. Then you've got the arrow side. And amazingly enough, this is the area that can really make a difference very, very quickly to you as an archer. I've had quite a few people come to me and have some coaching with me. And I sit down and I go through their kit and I go through their their, their shot cycle, the shot sequence and how they're shooting. And then I pull out their arrows and, and there's very little consistency across the arrows. I remember one person, and I'll go into a bit more detail about this, but there was there was a huge physical mass weight difference in the actual arrows that they were shooting. And I'm talking about over 100 grains um, difference between the, the, the lightest arrow and the heaviest arrow. And that was in some ways explaining why he was not getting a consistency when he was shooting. So there's the aspects of arrows. And being somebody who shoots wooden arrows, that kind of consistency is quite hard. Um, and there's the other aspect you've got to bear in mind that arrows are an expendable commodity. Um, they do get broken, they do get damaged, so you can't be too precious about them. You've got to understand that they are, uh, get they do get lost. Again, I'll tell you a story about a 3D competition where I was shooting. Where there's a group of five of us, and uh, at the end of the competition, it was an absolutely torrential rainstorm that hit us, and it started at about 10 o'clock in the morning, and it went on all the way through the day. And I think I was the only person who had arrows left in my quiver by the end of that event. And that's simply because I carry an arrow tube on my back. I have a quiver with three arrows in, and I carry an arrow tube on my back with my spares. And uh, because of that, my arrows were st still in a, a relatively dry uh, state. But other people weren't that lucky, and they had lost I think between them, I think they'd lost or broken two dozen arrows, which is a huge hit on anybody. Anyway, so arrows. Spend some time. I'll go through some specs and explaining what I mean about arrows in an, in the later podcast. The final element, uh, sorry, I say the final element, as I said, all three sides of the arches uh, triangle are exactly the same and it should be considered to be the same insofar as the time spent on it, is the bow. Does it work for you? Um, that's an interesting phrase in itself. Does the bow work for you? I've heard people turn around and say, oh, this new bow is not working for me. Well, the bow doesn't work for you, strictly speaking. The bow is a tool, and you should be working with that tool. And like all tools, you need to spend a bit of time getting used to how it works. Um, there are, if you're a carpenter, there's lots of different types of saws out there for different tasks. Yeah. So presuming that the bow should automatically work for you is one of the hurdles that a lot of archers need to get over. 
So we'll be talking about that. We'll be talking about the mass weight in the hand, the type of grip it's got, the, the draw weight, whether it's too heavy or too light. And yes, I did say too light. A lot of people overbow themselves. They have a draw weight that's too heavy for them to manage. But equally, I've seen a lot of juniors, sorry, juniors, um, under 16s, who have a bow that's actually too light for them. They actually, the draw dynamic has changed as they've grown, but they've never upped the limb weights or anything along those lines. So sometimes they're, they're drawing and that's resulting in them in overdrawing the bow or they've gone past the, the, the peak performance for the size of bow that they're actually shooting. I'm also going to mention briefly the legal aspects associated with having a bow when it comes to competitions because there's a lot of confusion out there, certainly in NFAS. Again, National Field Artery Society, sorry. Sometime I'll call it NFAS, sometime I'll call it NFAS. Um, about what is legal in what kind of bow styles. Uh, so you've got to be aware of that because some of the NFAS rules are different to the English Field Artery Society. So that's a really, really quick overview of the free side of the Archer's Triangle. In the future podcasts, I'm going to go really deep dive into sort of like the whole idea of, of arrows and the importance of getting the arrows consistency, the importance of getting your bow to work with you on you to work with the bow and likewise we'll explore the archer the archery element of it i'm going to keep this podcast quite brief but i want you to understand that this is going to be the first in a series that i'm going to be doing for both archers and for archery uh, coaches out there that they may find this beneficial because i know when i've sat down with people and i've explained archery in terms of the balance between the arrow the archer and the bow people have been able to go all oh, right okay yeah i get that and I, I i get the understanding that all those three elements really need to work together so uh that's it for now if you've got any questions let me know um i'm going to be doing uh give you a bit of a breakdown of some of the other articles i'm going to be doing i'm going to do another podcast uh in the future on some top tips I ran a, a question on the blog site off the Irishelf.com a while back asking the other coaches that read it what would be the top three tips they would give to somebody and also what would be the top three problems that they see where archers are concerned. I got loads of really positive feedback off that and I will probably do a like a, a top tips on archery. I'm also been scripting something for uh, an arrow construction and taking people through how I go about making some wooden arrows. But anyway, back to what I was saying. Archer triangle, bow, arrow, and the archer. That's what the next series of podcasts are going to be on. Stick around. I hope you find it useful. And please stay safe and stay well in these times. We're just coming out of the COVID situation over here in the UK. Lockdown's coming out. There's a lot of clubs that are now talking about actually doing competitions, which is fantastic news for everybody. It's been a long time in waiting, but please, everyone, keep safe, keep well, and hopefully I'll get to uh, shoot you with you sometime. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you'd like to get in touch with any questions or suggestions for future podcasts, then drop me a line. My email address is offthearrowshelf at yahoo.co.uk. That's offthearrowshelf at yahoo.co.uk. Or you can check out the website offthearrowshelf.com. 
I'm also on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks for listening.